The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. If you love the show, support the station. Get involved. Let your voice be heard. Don't underestimate what you can do by sponsoring a show. Don't don't underestimate what you could do if I could speak properly. If you if you give, if you give, you have to get your voice out there. And how do you do that? By supporting shows like this, by supporting shows like Locked and Loaded, by supporting shows on point with Victor. America's Web Radio and Doctor's Lounge, they give it to you all right in front of you. Get out there. Open up your wallets. Make sure that your voice is heard. Because if you agree, then get out there. Because the liberals do it much better than the conservatives do. But anyway, without further ado, you're listening to The Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And again, my favorite part of the show is the beginning. This week, we'll just let everybody know our thoughts and prayers and our hearts are out to the people in Florida who are being affected by Ian. What a nice name for a Category 5 hurricane, almost 4 or 5 hurricane. But hopefully everybody made it through okay. And for those who are not, we pray for your souls. There's a lot of souls leaving this planet. And that's something that happens every day, but that's part of reality. That's what makes life worth living. So without any further ado... Let's jump right into rhyme time. It seems that under the Biden, things are getting worse. But yet from the podium, Flopsy Mopsy gives us the same song in the same verse. There's nothing wrong that we can see from here. We have our Biden blinders on, it would appear. From Flopsy Mopsy on the podium, there's nothing clear. She can't even answer a question. If you would ask her, what is the year? We're tired of hearing, I can't address that from here. We won't speak to that. It's not very clear. So what is her job? If she can't answer a question, kind of makes the press conference just another Biden mirage a suggestion. If she can't speak for the president, and we know he can't speak for himself, who do we ask for information? Due to supply chain issues, there's no answers on the shelf. Instead, you get some wordside salad. It's beginning to sound like a cowboy ballad. Repeating the same lines, it's not even responsive to the questions that are asked. Perhaps just another problem in the administration. Something that will remain masked. It's the horse's fault. The sun is in my eyes. It wasn't my fault. I didn't win the prize. He can't climb the stairs. He can't ride a bike. And now he's grabbing just some other mic. There are two on the podium, but that doesn't matter. It's like the mics are set up by the Mad Hatter. Biden can't anymore figure out where to leave from the stage. Don't look at him appearing lost. Don't be worried. He was born back in the Stone Age. Then Flopsy Mopsy tried to spin it. Wash, rinse, repeat. She tried and tried. From the podium, she could not even spin this. No way out of this one. She should have just lied. Instead, she made it worse. And the people, they laughed at her bind. She kept saying, it was on the top of his mind. But try as she did, no traction could be found. Chalk this one up in the lost column with the bike riding incident around the town. 
the Wednesday this week, Joe Biden again did speak. Well, let's just say, in the most delicate way, this one went the way that his presidency is going in complete disarray. But then the unthinkable became clear to us all. Joe Biden is out to lunch permanently. He's looking for dead people during his speech in the hall. But never to come clean, Flopsy Mopsy from the podium keeps telling nothing connected with the truth. You see what really is going on. You do not need to be a super sleuth. Instead, they think the game to play is to blame someone else and do it every day. If Biden says it enough, they can continue to make it up some more stuff by stating the obvious in some strange way and bending the truth is something we all once did when we were not okay. So now it's reported and you just can't believe just another appointment of an unqualified related person to deceive. Ron Klain, Biden's chief of staff, got his wife an administrative job. These things, you just have to stop and laugh. She now has an appointment as diplomat of plants and animals, you can see. Believe it or not, they can't stop their spending spree. You would think that energy and improving our lives might be something the Democrats controlling government might make us a priority. Surprise! When I first heard this story and then read it in print, I still can't believe that this is what they focus on. His accomplishments to see, you'd really have to squint. If he had a record of accomplishments, he could try running on that. But with what he has done to America, the economy has gone flat. It's now clear that his policies are changing our nation and benefiting his son Hunter and his numerous Chinese and foreign relation. He is president of America, and although he tends to speak to the dead, the things that come out of his mouth certainly don't come out of his head. It's the darn teleprompter or the notes that he holds. He just says things at the night, the things that he is told. What I want to know is what a legit media would ask. Is who's running this country? It's certainly not Joe. He's not up to the task. With debt over $30 trillion, that's 93000 to each you and me. Where and why they keep spending? Washington must have a money tree. So much for the thought of a budget that makes sense. Without an economy, this continued spending takes our final demise and brings it to the present tense. Now remember COVID, not even close to being brought under control. And the only thing that has ended is the economy that is under Trump was on a roll. The southern border is wide open despite what they claim. For lying to us doesn't make it true. No matter how much they try, I'm tired of the lying game. You see, America sometimes has a collective brain fart. But eventually we'll figure it out. And when the midterms come, America will want a fresh start. For aged and dementia should not be presidential job qualifications. And when they attack the Constitution and want to make new liberal declarations. But that's not what they told us when we hired them for the job. We didn't think we were getting some old demented blob. Seems like the advertisement was nothing much like the product we got. I'd hate to get a straight answer from the White House. Oh, and put them on the spot. For America was built on a solid foundation. That's what has made us a stand so strong for more than 245 years as a nation. But the liberals, they want to reimagine our world in their view, 
take down our monuments, flags, rewrite history until they've destroyed America and there's nothing left to do. It's only the truth we the people seek as the people who hired them back and now seems all they do is tell us America is under attack. It's the extremists, they say, that caused all the problems today. But that's not really the truth. That's just what they say. Their policies and the lack of knowledge that they demonstrate each day is making America flagrantly ill. There's got to be a better way. It's like a flower growing in your garden when you think it's almost dead, but then you stop watering it. Its continued life is only in your head. For heavy on the head that the crown does sit, they say. But I don't think Biden's got the message, at least not at all today. We have a president that's lost and doesn't know where he's at. But at least we thought we had a vice president who was much smarter than that. Turns out that blunders and stupid is just not Biden's. He can't claim that anymore. Because when Kamala praised North Korea as our ally, most Americans' heads hit the floor. It's embarrassing to have dolts who run this country and speak without being conscious. We've figured it out. It's better to be thought the village idiot than to speak and remove all doubt. But Kamala hasn't got the message either. She keeps tripping on her own words. When she speaks and that cackle, it's simply for the birds. And once again, welcome to the climate change of the week. The windstorm hurricane known as Ivan was said to be as a result of climate change for those whose minds that are weak. Despite the fact that it's been a light hurricane season, the mainstream media all seem to come back to the same stupid reason. Funny that they can't predict the weather for, for the next week, but they want to convince me that climate change, they know for a fact that climate change is the only reason that the hurricane did peak. But try as they may, just another idea that has failed, kind of like the one letting criminals out who have already been jailed. Then throw on top the great idea of no bail. Hey, Kathy Hochul in New York, how many people you've killed this year as you continue to fail? These policies may look good on paper for some liberals who can't see that the real world outside their mother's basement has severe consequences for those who are now dead. They get no second chance to be free. Fetterman in Pennsylvania, I can't believe anyone would still consider to vote him in. The guy can't finish a sentence, and you wonder where his sane policies have been. He's more of a liberal, and his policies will kill his own state. And he has always appeared with his hoodie. Pennsylvania, be real, look at his policies. Don't take the media bait. For the lamestream media protects him like they did Joe. And now America is going into a depression. We unfortunately, we paid for this show. Relating facts that are not related is something that the liberals are experts at. It kind of reminds me of Dr. Seuss and the cat in the hat. For thing one and thing two may not be related to you, but that hasn't mattered. Because liberals make facts fit, even though they are scattered. So they trot out the so-called experts they claim, the same people who can't predict the day before even predict the rain. But we're supposed to believe them and not question the fact that they have no idea how the earth is going to react. Category 4, Category 5, doesn't matter. We say it is because it connects unrelated weather, primetime news. It's just showbiz. Connect the dots 
Doesn't matter if they line up at all. It's just another liberal tale that is tall. Not much to explain. The light hurricane season with climate that's changed. But that doesn't matter at all, because from the liberals, their thinking is simply deranged. I find it hard to take the liberals in their statements seriously, because most of what they babble is stated with high intensity. Don't whisper and then yell at me. I can hear you just fine. It's the truth you can't see. Defund the police. No cash bail. We should let all the criminals out of jail. With all their bright ideas and society collapsing now, it's really a far stretch for me to believe anything they say, no matter how. How is it that with specificity you can predict climate change day by day? But yet if I ask you today whether it will rain tomorrow, you give me the half and half, the 50-50 way. So Florida got trashed from a hurricane they sometimes get. But it didn't take the liberals five minutes to ride in on the climate change mindset. We have to figure out to do it better. There's got to be some other way. We can't keep letting this happen each and every day. The midterms are coming in a little more than 30 days. If we don't get it right this time, I fear America will continue in its haze. When Mayorkas claims the border is closed and we see it for ourselves, the reality has no relationship to them, just like Joe and the full shelves. Yes, the supply chain is still broken and the border is still open, but Kamala stating that we'll protect North Korea, that's something that should never be spoken. This crazy administration has their own set of facts, and the way that they are faking it, I'm afraid they may continue to do their dumb acts. So as we bring rhyme time to a close on this spectacular week, it is always the truth here that we seek. We don't want some manufactured truth that they create. It's not conducive to a very trusting population. Remember, in our own hands should always be our own fate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, who used to do that? Elvis used to do that, I think. He was the man. As a matter of fact, thank, thank you very much. That's it, see? You know, I, uh, well, I called you and asked if you had heard what the vice president said. When she said it and they replayed it, I was, I couldn't find words, you know? I couldn't even find thoughts, you know? You go to the DMZ and that's what you say? Yeah. Where am I? And, you know, I just, how can we have representatives like this that, or, you know, like I said, we got dumb and dumber and stupid and it, it, more stupid. I, no, I think it's now dumbest and dumbester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, do they have some kind of contest going on in the White House about who can have the most gaffes in one week? You know, I've said it before. I always say they can't be this stupid. And, yes, they take it as a personal challenge and get right past the stupid point and go <laughs> over the top. I mean, it, it's when I heard that, and I, I spoke to you earlier in the week, and you had told me about that, and I said, no, come on, you must have must heard, you know, maybe she said South Korea. She's standing at the DMZ. Why would you say something that dumb? And sure enough, bam, there it is, right on video. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, oh, <clears throat> 
that's our vice president. We have a president who can't remember where he is, can't remember that dead people are dead, shakes hands with ghosts, and now we have a vice president who can't remember north from south. You know, it, it just... Is that the light switch, Joe? No, just hit that red button. Bam. <laughs> this is a scary thought. I mean, we have literally people trying to run this country, albeit running it into the ground. You know, I saw the the economy just is shambles, the stock market. You know, when the stock market started going up after COVID, when he took the Trump ride, as I'll call it, he was saying, look at what we're doing. The economy is doing phenomenal. Look at the stock market. Now the stock market's taking a tanker and sinking like the Titanic, and he's going, that's not really an indication of where we're at. That's kind of like two negative quarters, and that's not a depression anymore. That's not a, you know, no, 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 no. Let's just, excuse me, get a hold of Merriam-Webster, and let's change that definition, too. You know, at some point, America is going to wake up and say, you know what, this is not working. But I, I am amazed that there are still liberals out there who believe that he is doing a good job. That is what worries me in this country. I mean, if if you are smacking your head against a wall, somehow or another, you think that you're going to get that to turn into a door if you keep hitting that same wall with your head. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't compute. It just, it's insanity personified. But yet there are people out there who continue to do this and say, hey, he's doing a great job. Well, who is that person who thinks he's doing a great job? What makes them think? And if you talk to people, and I've, and I've had, you know, interviews with other people, I've talked to other people who still believe that Joe Biden is the new Messiah. And... You always ask them one question. Well, what has he done? What has he done that has made you amazed at how great a job he's doing? And they never seem to have an answer. It's kind of like, well, you know, he's he's really, he's not Trump. Well, wait a second. Saying he's not Trump is not what he's doing. I know he's not Trump. Trump could put an hour and a half, two hours worth of sentences together to make a sane statement. This guy can't put two sentences together. He can't get words out of his mouth. I mean, listen, we always have those times you stayed up for 24 hours and things start to get a little jumbled. This guy seems like he's been up for 18 months. It's amazing to me. And I, I and you know, I wanted to, to touch base a little bit about we're still back to who is running this country. And we can't seem to get an answer here. Because clearly, listen, I, I'm not I'm not a fool, at least not most of the time. And I can't see that Joe Biden is running this country. I really don't. And I, mean, I saw the other day. Yes, sir. The scary thought of the day, though, is what if something happened to Biden today? Oh, my God. I would rush every emergency person to the White House to save him. Because <laughs> after he would be gone, we would have cackling Kamala. I can't even imagine what would go on in this country. I mean, listen, we are at the precipice of disaster, but statements like at the DMZ, North Korea is our best ally. Yeah. I, you know, that's not a mistake. That's an idiot talking. That's somebody who clearly should not be in front of a camera. And certainly 
when China saw that, they must have laughed their butts off. Xi Jinping must have been flawed. He must have been sitting there, jumping all over the place, going, <laughs> come here, come here, look at this, come here, let me play this for you. And and Vladimir Putin, let's, let's go there for a second. Putin's threatening nuclear war, and Kamala can't even remember North or South Korea as our ally. I mean, talk about, you know, one of the big things that was not talked about, and one of the big things that the media downplayed, was the effect of having a strong leader. A lot of times, and this is something, look at history. A lot of times in history, when you go through and you look at what was going on in other countries and in this country, and you see what happens when you have a strong leader. He doesn't necessarily have to lob missiles into other countries to get his message across. It's the power behind him, the power of strength of a leader, that makes a deterrence. And that's something that we need to recognize in America. When you have somebody like Joe Biden, who's been wrong on foreign issues his entire career, from the Stone Age going forward, he hasn't, what did they say? Never underestimate his ability to F things up. Well, it's 100%. He's always been on the wrong side. You know, if you go back and look at the videotapes, he'll deny it left, right, and center now. But he said initially... These sanctions will make Russia stop. They're a deterrent to Russia. When it wasn't a deterrent, and we all knew it wasn't going to be a deterrent, it was pretty clear when you're amassing 250,000 troops at the border, they're not all going out for McDonald's or ice cream. They were doing something. Something was up, Joe, but he didn't see it. But he said, this will be a deterrent. And then when clearly it was not a deterrent, then he turned around and he said, well... It was never meant to be a deterrent. I never said it was going to be a deterrent. The problem with the Democrats, and they're doing it again now, right before the elections, the midterms here, is we never said defund the police. That's not, that's a mischaracterization. Listen, you can rinse, repeat, and spin this dry all you want. They defunded the police. They wanted to defund the police. Remember that? We're going to reimagine the police. Well, there you go. It's reimagined. Now you have streets on the city, in cities all over, in democratic cities that are uninhabitable. I'll give you an example. Here, this, I heard this yesterday. A 61-year-old EMT, Fire Department of New York EMT Lieutenant, Lieutenant Russo, was stabbed to death over 20 times for no reason whatsoever by another mentally deranged individual allowed to be out on the streets. Where's our governor, Kathy Hochul? Where's our mayor, Eric Adams, Mr. Tough on Crime? He could have been a sanitation worker and been tougher on crime. These people, they babble, they spew garbage from their ideas and their policies, and Alvin Bragg, that moron, put the bodega owner in Rikers Island for three weeks but this guy's still out on the street and how about I saw the other day a woman 5am in the morning in the JFK terminal John F. Kennedy airport in an airport terminal going to work in the morning got the living mm, knocked out of her by an insane individual who now she may never see again Literally, if you ever saw that video, and I encourage you to go look at it, this guy 
should go away for life and be executed immediately because he has no redeeming value to society. I've always maintained that, you know, I believe in the death penalty because people who are killed by other people don't get a second chance. You can't reincarnate them. You can't bring them back. Yet for some reason, we think that the people who killed them should get a second chance. I'm sorry. I disagree with that. That's my that's my point. That's they're, my view. They're going to be rehabilitated. Someone, yeah, you can't be really. Listen, if, if you know, we are very quick as a society when a dog bites someone twice and bites them really bad, guess what we do? We euthanize the dog. Why? Why don't we rehabilitate them? Why? Because that's where reality hits the road. Because when you see that in an animal, you say, wait a second, that's not going to happen. We can't fix this. Okay, why is it different with a person? If a person kills somebody, and the guy who beat the living daylights out of this woman, almost killing her, literally threw her up against the wall, kicking her in the head, he already killed his grandmother, yet he's back on the street walking around. You liberals out there, you want to live in that kind of society, be my guest, go ahead. I don't want to live in that society where when I walk out my door, I got to have my loaded weapon ready to shoot with extra magazines because you let all the criminals out or you don't put them in jail where they belong. Listen, society cannot function as a criminal organization. It's happening everywhere in New York City. And the brilliance behind their their thought process is they made Times Square a gun-free zone. That is brilliant. Where do all the school shootings happen? In gun-free zones. But wait a second. The the bad guys are bringing guns into the gun-free zone. Well, that's the point, people. Because the bad guys don't listen to your rules, your gun-free zones. Put another statute on top of the statutes. If you enforce the statutes you have, maybe you wouldn't have as much crime. But hence... I overstepped my bounds here. Trying to enforce the law? Well, wait a second. Let's break, how, Mark. How are we going to enforce the law? And you know what? I'll tell you about this right after a quick break. Stand by. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. 
Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So, right before the break, we were talking about crime. <laughs> we could do a whole show on crime alone. It just seems that the liberals are not getting the picture. It just, there's nothing you can do to rehabilitate some people. I've practiced law for almost 35 years. And I can tell you in my 35 years, there have been people who get it. And there have people who just don't get it. And no matter what you do, you're not going to get through to them. And these are the people that are most dangerous, but yet they're being let out. You know, and back in the day, when you know, back in the Stone Age, when Joe Biden was around, we had people who we locked away because they were criminally insane. They didn't know right from wrong. Okay, there's something defective in their makeup, in their brain, that doesn't work right. And they just are, they're violent, they're uncontrolled, and no matter what you do, that's it. It's over. Okay, so what do you do? Well, now we just let him out and put him back on the street to kill again. You know, go tell Lieutenant Russo's family, don't worry, she'll get a second chance. Yeah, when? When? That's the problem, people. The victims don't get second chances. Only the criminals do. Well, then why do the criminals get second chances? I object. I object. And I'm overruled by the liberal Democrat cities. Hey, Philadelphia, how's that working out for you? New York, no cash bail. How's that working out for you? Oh, and here we go. Gavin Newsom running the country. Whoa. I'm thinking about getting on a plane somewhere one way, and that's it. I'm done. You know, I just could not, not at all ever live in a country where Gavin Newsom was the president. I mean, he may be measuring for blinds at the White House, but trust me on this one. You want to make California the star planet here? You know, how about their rolling blackouts? By the way, buy electric cars, but don't charge them. Yeah, well, what do they call those? Push carts. <laughs> Just, some of their, like I said, when they move, when the liberals move out of their parents' basement, they will see what the real world is like. Until that time, they should not be in charge of anything. And you have people like Joe Biden running a country who has never run a business. Well, not in his own name, let's just put it that way. His son Hunter may be the smartest person he knows. That should tell you all you need to know about Joe Biden. But, I mean, I'll give you an example of what's going to happen now. You know, we've been hearing about Ian down in Florida, and it's terrible, it's a tragedy. You know, we went through, personally, Superstorm Sandy in 2012. It was not a hurricane, but what it did is ripped all the water out of the bay and then when it went to the other side it came flying back in and here's the problem we had nine feet of water here but you know what here's where things don't work they talk about fema the federal emergency management agency Woohoo! they're coming in they're going to help everybody trust me on this when i tell you this people you better learn to help yourselves because if government is your answer you're in deep trouble there are people in my neighborhood that was 10 years ago, Superstorm Sandy, 
they are first getting their funds now to raise their houses, to put their houses up. I mean, 10 years, we can go in and we rebuild foreign countries in months. But in America, it took 10 years to get started and get things done up here. So there's going to be a lot of personal lessons learned from people. I mean, they're talking about the infrastructure. Some of that infrastructure may have to be rebuilt. From some of the pictures that I'm looking at, I mean, listen, I'm not a structural engineer, but I can tell you when complete buildings that housed electrical systems and cell tower systems are gone, we were without electric and water for three weeks. I mean, that's an interesting idea. The only thing that was running was the gas line, and they came around to shut it off at one point, and kind of every one of my neighbors was like, if that's what you want written on your tombstone, go ahead and try to turn off my gas, because that was the only thing that was running. You could cook, you can heat. Remember, it happened in October in New York, so it was a little on the chilly side. In fact, the day or two after, we got snow. Really put the icing on that cake, for real. But what worries me about this is that I want to see how Governor Ron DeSantis runs. Because I can tell you in New York, it was a complete screw-up. It was a complete disaster. When I talk about the disaster, the disaster was after the disaster. Because they could not get their stuff together. They wound up giving contractors the ability to go out and rip people off left, right, and center. There was price gouging going left, right, and center. And nobody was doing anything about it. You wanted to get something installed. You wanted They wanted 50% cash up front. And guess what? A lot of people gave them that money and never saw them again. And then on top of that, if you had a mortgage, by the way, keep this in mind, for those of you in Florida, when they write you that damage check, that damage check also goes to your bank. It's got the bank's name on it. So you have to first get them to endorse it to give to you. Now, most banks will turn around and say, give us the funds, endorse the check. And when you get your contractor in, when he's done with what he's got to do, we'll give him some money. Well, guess what? In a disaster like this, the contractors want money up front. That's what they want. So you want to get your contractor, wait for the bank to give him after he's done. You're not going to have your contractor. So what I did, and I advise all of you, send the bank the letter that says, fine, you want to run this construction project? I want interview of all the people you're choosing to do this the construction, and guess what? You know what happened in my case? The bank endorsed the check and sent it back to me. Why? Because first of all, they're not set up to do that, and second of all, once again, things on paper don't work out in reality. So, liberals, get out of your parents' basement. Get on to the real world. Take the ride with us. So they're going to run into a lot of problems down there. And, you know, what you're going to find is lack of materials, lack of workers. Now, you're going to have people piling in there. I mean, I don't know what the situation is in terms of prepositioning of materials, but they should have started. They knew this was coming. And it'll be a real good test for Ron DeSantis. And I really want to see how he performs because, you know, let's say if Trump doesn't run in 2024, DeSantis is on on deck. He's up next. You know, I just wish that we had something in this country that was the right answer because right now I don't see a right answer from Biden at all. 
and Kamala, gosh, I, I really want to stay off of her lack of lack of understanding of North and South. That should tell you everything you need to know. But there's a lot of mistakes that this country has been making. And it's mistakes based on their own policies. And when I when I say that, it's Joe Biden went after fossil fuel at the beginning. And I really, I, I wanted to get to some other stuff, but I think this has a good tie-in here. Joe Biden went after fossil fuels from the day he decided to run. I remember him out in the water somewhere. He's right by the water. And he said to that little girl, look in my eyes. I'm going to stop fossil fuels. Now, living in your parents' basement... That is a great theory. Let's stop fossil fuels. Let's change the world. Let's make electric cars and electric everything. But wait a second. This is where reality shuts you down. Look at what California did. The day after it announced, we're getting rid of all gasoline cars. By the way, they said, hey, you can't charge your car because you'll knock out our electric grid. This is just dumb. This is thinking without thinking. It's not intelligent running of anything. You don't have the infrastructure. What would you be doing right now? If I want to have a racetrack, okay, I can't have a drag strip through the forest. If I'm going to get all these drag cars, I'm going to buy cars. I'm going to buy race cars. And I know people say, what the heck is he talking about? If I'm going to buy race cars, I can't run them through the forest. So what's the first thing you want to do? You want to build your racetrack. And then you can take your cars and race them. But we're not thinking like that. Our infrastructure right now is defective. Our electric grid hangs by a thread. And every time the wind stops or the sun doesn't shine, it falls apart. They had that problem in Texas, remember? They, they put all their faith and all their power in windmills. Yay! And then they had an ice storm. And the windmills weren't turning. And ooh, now we have no electric. What is the most reliable source of energy? Come on, raise your hands. I can see them from here. Electric. No. Wind? No. Fossil fuels? Yay, you got it all right. I know you didn't want to hear that answer, but that's the right answer. The right answer is fossil fuels. We have hundreds and hundreds of years of fossil fuels here. Okay? I'm not saying that that's the ultimate answer. Because, yes, as somebody pointed out, eventually we will run out. I see that. Unless we can somehow in the future figure out how to make it fossil fuels again. But for right now, wind and solar are not there. 22% conversion rates on solar panels, maybe 24 or 26 at the high end, is not enough. And if you get five cloudy days, what are you going to do? Pedal your way to turn on your refrigerator? It doesn't make any sense. And guys, listen to me. I may not know everything, but I know what I'm talking about here. Get your infrastructure together first. Get set up. Let fossil fuels open up all the pipelines. Open up the fracking. And by the way, if we were an intelligent country with an intelligent and president and vice president, North, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling them North and South. Kamala and Joe. Instead of Kamala and Joe, it's going to be North and South. If they were somewhat intelligent, they would have opened up all the oil production, opened up all the gas lines, got everything flowing so that we could supply Europe 
with the, all the extra energy that we could export to them and therefore choking off Russia's energy source. And why do you want to choke off their oil exports? Because that's how they're paying for the war in Ukraine. So we're funding the war in Ukraine and we're sending billions and billions of dollars, almost $60 billion to Ukraine now. But yet on the other end, we send money to Russia so that they can fight the, the $60 billion that we sent. Am I not getting the picture? It's it, Listen, if I was an arms broker, yes, I'd fund both sides. I'd give both sides weapons because that's good for business. When you're America and you're funding both sides of the war, that's fairly stupid. That's really stupid. And the fact that Russia now said they're going to start a nuclear war, why are we focusing on anything but ending this? Does anybody understand what the impact of a nuclear war would be? Even, quote-unquote, a limited tactical nuclear war in Ukraine. I mean, they almost set their the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. They almost set it on fire twice already. There were missiles going off. There was a fire that started. I mean, how close to the brink of a nuclear disaster do we need to come before we wake up and go, wait a second, this is a bad idea. So what do you do? You open up the oil production. You open up fracking. You fund the living daylights out of all the oil companies and let them know, well, leases and permits are coming out now, today. Put everybody on it. Warp speed. Remember that? Remember how you got the vaccine, Joe? Yeah, well, you forgot about that one, didn't you? Yeah, well, so great idea. You've been doing a great job on COVID, Joe. I'd give you a round of applause, but you know what? More people have died under you than under Trump, and he didn't have a vaccine. But I digress for a moment. Sure, we could take a break now. Come back right after. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, good afternoon. You're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about the insanity of being a power broker funding both sides of the war. You know, like I said earlier, just start opening up the spigot. We can supply Europe. We can take care of Europe. They don't have to buy Russian oil, which funds the war. And the war comes to an abrupt end. Why? Because every one of those little stupid missiles that they're firing into Ukraine 
cost roughly a million dollars. But when you're getting billions a day, hey, who cares? You throw a couple missiles here and there. And he just had 300,000 conscripts. Gee, what is his goal here? You think his goal is to end the war? Yeah, to end the war by taking over Ukraine. He's not looking to back out of this war. So you got to choke him out. You got to end this. You got to end this by taking away his source of money. Put him into an economic squeeze. Listen, Trump has always said, and Trump is smarter than a whip when it comes to business. Follow the money. You know, if you take away his ability to do business, Vladimir Putin goes away. He has to stop because he doesn't have that money. But you know what? We're not that smart. And Europe is dumber than we are. They put all their energy into windmills and solar. Good luck. How's that working out for you? It's going to be awfully cold this winter. But I wanted to jump over a little bit now to, gosh, the the crime is out of control still. It, It just is absolutely, there's a cacophony of errors that have been made in this country that I don't know if we're ever going to recover from. You know, never in my lifetime have I heard so many people want to recall district attorneys in their districts, in their states, because of the just failed policies. And not we're not talking about minor policies. We're talking about policies where people are dying daily. I mean, from New York, the EMT stabbed more than 20 times at JFK. And how about, I, I saw last week also, or this week actually, there was a Wawa that was ransacked by over 100 criminals. Well, why is that? It's really fairly simple, folks. When there are no consequences to your actions, you're just going to keep repeating the same actions. That's why the smash and grabs are going. That's why there are guns flying all over the place. Everybody has a gun in New York City. The problem is everyone is a bad guy. That's the people who have the guns. So you took away the guns from the people who should have them and the people who could defend themselves, and you gave it to the bad guys. If I get caught with an illegal gun, guess what? I'm in trouble. But as a criminal, I've done it before. I'll do it again. I can beat you up. I can mug you. I can steal your car. I can hold you up at gunpoint. I can beat you with a chain. And I'm right back on the streets. No consequences. So when does it get to these dense liberal minds that this is not working? When does it, when do they understand for the first time in their lives that stupidity of policy has consequences? You know, the, the midterm elections, and I'm not really a political guy. I leave that up to on point with Victor. He's the political guru. My very simple point is, is if you elect dumb, you're going to get dumb policies. How Fetterman in Pennsylvania is even in a competition with someone who can actually put sentences together, who doesn't believe that all criminals should be out of jail, who does believe that if you do something wrong, you should pay a price for it, versus a guy who says, everybody deserves a second chance. No problem. You want to beat someone with a chain? You want to shoot someone? You're not that bad of a guy because, you know what, the other eight hours of your day that you didn't spend robbing somebody, you were a pretty good guy. But yet somehow or another, this guy is still in the race. 
he's still in a, a proverbial tie with Mehmet. I, I don't get it. Mehmet Oz. I, I just Pennsylvania. Are you asleep? Is there something in your water that is causing you to have hazy decision-making processes? And then you, you look at New York. You have Kathy Hochul. She stepped into the New York governorship when our hands-on governor, literally hands-on, Andrew Cuomo, had to resign. Hmm. We all forgot about that. Don't worry. He'll be on CNN real soon. I know his brother got picked up by another news network. Gee, there's a shocker, huh? So do something wrong, zero consequences, but that's what goes on. And then our FBI targeting conservatives. I love it. The whistleblower law applies to everyone except conservative whistleblowers. Then they get retribution. What are they, what are they trying to send the message? And Merrick Garland, he's still pissed off about not getting on the Supreme Court. But he has let that bureau's heads running it just be completely destroyed. He has embarrassed the FBI. The rank and file, they're up in arms, but they got to keep their mouths quiet. Why? Because they're going to get bounced. They'll get security clearances taken away. They'll be in trouble. See, there's a consequence. But for doing the right thing, not the wrong thing. But no, instead, the FBI, they don't have any time to go after crime. They don't have any time to go after things like that. Terrorists at the border? No, 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 no. They're busy chasing parents at board meetings as domestic terrorists. You know, it's just simply amazing to me that this country has gone so far off the beaten path. I used to always say that the United States is like a train. It goes down the track. It's kind of... You might be able to turn off here and there, but it's kind of going down the track, and it's fast or slow. The problem that I foresee right now in America is that we're headed in completely the wrong direction. And if we don't turn it around, we may not be able to turn it around. And I'll give you an example. Italy, okay, which my brother loves Italy. In fact, I believe he is there now for a couple weeks. And you have a situation where... They just got a new prime minister. And oh my goodness, guess what Italy, which was pretty much a liberal place to be, you know, world, you know, conservative, nah. They were world liberal. They just hired, or they just, oh, I should say hired, they elected Georgia Maloney. Georgia Maloney is a new conservative. Now, all of a sudden, they're yelling Mussolini and oh my God. You know, the reality is is that the liberals, the liberals do not understand. They they cannot think outside their little world. And they will not see. I said this last week. If you walk around town with a MAGA hat, chances are if you walk around in a democratic city, you're going to get assaulted, you're going to get hit, somebody's going to knock the hat off your head. You could walk around to every conservative city on the planet with a Biden hat on and never be accosted, never been touched, never anything. Why is that? Because the liberals believe that any means justifies the ends. And a conservative believes that the right way is always the right way. There is no wrong way to get something done. 
that's the difference. When you talk about the violence and the violence and where it comes from, it doesn't come from the right side of things. It comes from the left. The left is the mainstream. That's what they do. Maxine Waters, remember, get in their face, accost them, harass them, let them know they're not welcome here. But nothing ever happened to her. Nothing was ever done to her. You know, they, they're going after Trump, and I'm going to run right back to this before the end of the show. They're going after Trump for January 6th. Well, why didn't they go after Bernie Sanders when Steve Scalise and the rest of them got shot at the baseball game? Because that was a Bernie supporter. Why? Because it made no sense. It was dumb. But yet somehow the January 6th committee were, by the way, you ready for this? They were supposed to have hearings this week. But they postponed the hearings because they believed that their primetime TV show would be overshadowed by Ian. And they want to get their propaganda out. They need to get it out to the biggest audience possible because it's all garbage. So what do you got to do? You know, Liz Cheney got sent walking. Thank goodness the, the people out there were smart enough to say, get out. But all these other people, Adam Kinziger, I mean, these people are insanely, they're ideologues. And you cannot argue facts or rational arguments with an ideologue because it doesn't get into their brains. It's kind of like Joe Biden. It's an empty space up there except for the teleprompter. Crime is still out of control. But yet there are people in jail from January 6th, but murderers are out on the street. That someone needs to explain to me. And I'll tell you something. I'm tired of hearing Republicans saying, we sent letters. We sent lots of letters. We sent hundreds of letters. I'm sorry, guys. Did I send you there to be pen pals? Did we as Americans send the Republicans to Washington to be pen pals? No. We sent them to get things done. And if you can't get things done, establishment Republicans, then get them out also. Get in some new Republicans. Get in new conservatives. Get in conservatives that understand that actions are not words. Words are just gobbledygook. Word side salad. Look at Flopsy Mopsy, Jean-Pierre from the, the podium. That's all I ever hear from her is words, words, words. I can't answer that. Talk to them. That's not us. Sorry, it's not our problem. Well, guess what? It is your problem. And it's our problem as America. And we as Americans better get our act together and we better let our representatives know we're not happy. Because if we don't let them know that we're not happy, they're going to continue to do the same garbage that they're doing now, which is nothing. Send a letter. I sent a letter. You didn't get a response. Well, now what do you do? You get out in front of the cameras. You get all over the place. It's going to be interesting what happens in Italy with this Georgia Maloney. Because she is going to try to turn that country around. I wonder who is going to try to turn this country around. It's we the people. We the people must turn our own ship around. It doesn't have an autopilot here. We always assume that every four years or every six years, we put it on autopilot and it just runs. But that's not the reality. We need to be hands-on. This is America. We need to make sure that we are taken care of. We need to make sure that we leave this planet and these kids, our kids, a better nation. 
not worse. And what's going on right now? We're going straight down like the Titanic while Joe Biden rearranges the deck chairs. Well, that pretty much brings us to the end of the show this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And once again, if you like what you hear, if you like the conservative views, support our shows. Contact the station. Let them know you're out there. Open up your wallets and get it out there. Because otherwise, conservatives, we don't know you exist. Have a great week, everybody, and thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.